Welcome to Broad Spectrum, the NSFW Pokemon backhanded stream podcast. (laughs) (laughs) What the hell we're doing anymore? I give up. I'm Cav. I'm Pope. And uh, this week we are taking a turn from gaming. Um, Before we do that, do need to explain something. We are actually going to have a different uh, upload schedule where... We do uh, two podcasts, like so, two weeks, and then our third week is going to be more of a uh, an off week, so we can make sure we are caught up in all of our homework because we're both in college. So it sort of uh, sort of helps us get things done, so to say. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So uh, let's let's jump right on into it. All right. Well, um, not sure how exactly we'll start it, but this week, guys, we want to kind of cover the bases of um i mean depending on what age you are obviously if you're a 40 year old professional then i mean maybe you can listen to it for your kids i don't know because we're the generation more or less going through it maybe not me so much because of the position i'm in but i am going to be graduating school and this will pertain to me so we kind of wanted to go into the whole you know resumes or like what to do what not to do just looking for jobs like after you graduate college and just stuff like that. And just all the different, all different routes you can take. Like for example, myself, I joined the military 14 days out of high school and I have never looked back. So I think we are just going to focus on maybe just a different couple, like this, I'm sorry, a couple different ways of how things can go once you graduate Rather one high school and decide to go to the military or graduate college and decide to go to the military or just graduate college and try to join the workforce. Yeah. Um my my angle is obviously different than Pope's. We both we both have two different, you know, aspects and and it's it's interesting to see. Um, because even even like you said, joining the workforce sort of it's just like a meh decision. So <laughs> Well, uh, I think I think the best way to describe it is uh, unenjoyable. But uh, let's uh, let's go back to the high school decisions out of high school. Um, and all right, I mean, I, I can kind of take that just because I feel like I have a strong stance on certain things. Um, people can agree or disagree with me, but just because you think your child is precious and the smartest thing on the planet. Doesn't mean they are. Um, what this world lacks these days, I feel, is people telling their kids that, hey, maybe a four-year college isn't for you, and maybe you should go to a trade school and learn a trade. Like, maybe you're someone who should be an electrician or, you know, be a plumber or be an HVAC technician or, you know, go to welding school. Like, I, I think that our society today lacks certain fundamentals of of you know more or less parents pushing their children into different things because a lot of people just preach college 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 you got to go to college got to get a degree got to get a degree as where and let me, years, let me take let me take let me take this one for the for the main reasoning of someone that like went to college because I was preached it but no one, and that's the thing. I think the reason that people think college is so good is because 
they're they've been in the workforce for x amount of years you have teachers that went and got jobs right out of college because their degree was so specific but no one tells you going into college that more than likely when you come out either you're going to be working at the lowest possible rate like pretty much out of high school unless you have a specific job or you've been working towards a specific like it's with a specific company like interning and stuff but Usually when you leave college and you don't have a specific degree, I know more than half of the people that I've graduated with do not have jobs or don't have jobs that use their degree because they don't have the experience that's required. And I think that, yeah. that and that's the problem because no one decided to tell anyone that you need experience. It was always go to college because it'll give you a better future. But no one told you that going to college meant that you were going to accrue debt and then not be able to pay it back for the first five years of you being out of college. Yeah, it's just, and it's tough like that. I mean, and these days, like you said, like a lot of people who say that are the people who get degrees who are specifically for a job. Like, like me, for instance, I mean, I'm getting a degree for a specific job. Like I can't do like I'm doing development, like, can I learn other different types once I get out and, you know, and I teach myself? Yeah, but I have to, you know, I'm, I'm squared away going into a field of what I want to do. But another thing is, yeah. it's like, you're actually certain of what you want. You have your goals. There's another yeah, thing that exactly. people go to college and just like, uh, well, I'm going to switch my major. I'm going to switch my major. Like, yeah. Like I'm 27 years old. It took me nine years of being a professional to realize that I didn't want to do the job that I'm doing anymore. Yeah, And it's hard, it's hard to sit down and tell an 18 year old kid, Hey, go to school and, uh, you're going to go for four years and that degree is going to determine the rest of your life. Like yeah. we, we just, we don't live in the generation anymore of, I call it complacency of, well, I have a job and it pays my bills. So why would I ever try something different? Yeah, And we're like, if you look at like the generation before ours, there was a, uh, a statistic that said like, most people, I think, what was it like over the age of 40 or 45 right now have had maybe like in their professional life, like maybe two or three jobs total in their whole lives. And then you look at people, you know, the quote unquote millennials like us, um, they say that millennials have anywhere from 15 to 20 jobs in their careers. And it's not for the sake of we don't know what we want. It's just that we're not in that. We're not in that realm of thinking that, that once you have a job, you you just have to, you have to accept it and just live with it. No matter, you know, no matter what. Yeah. And that's, and I think that's an issue that people are thinking is, uh, I mean, it's something that people think is an issue and it's, I, I want to say that, yeah, it's not probably the wisest to have that many jobs and, constantly jump from job to job like and i i can vouch for that um because starting from the bottom every time usually sucks even if you have the experience in degrees and all that stuff but i believe that uh just that many jobs does sound a little excessive and uh, but it, it can help if you if you're looking for something more specific and yeah you're, and, you're, and you're like uh well you know this job what, it helps you think about what you're actually wanting to pursue. And I think that's that can be beneficial, but at the same time, jumping from job to job can be uh, detrimental well, to your actual it, career. Like, yeah, well, like when I said, I don't mean jumping like career to career. Like, 
Oh, well, I mean, if you're staying within like the same field, then that's a different no. Story. It's it's more or less the same fields. It's just that a lot of people like older generations once they find a job, regardless of what it is or who it's for, they just stick it out. That's just how you know they could go in and get their excuse you know the language and you know get their dick kicked in the dirt all day but they're like oh well it's paying my it's paying my bills and that's just how they thought and you know in our generation it's not and that's where a lot of people get mixed up with us is because they think we're over entitled and that's the end it's not you gotta understand something there are a lot of kids like especially these days like 18 to 22 who are (laughs) extremely over entitled oh my god they got you know they grew up and the gener- you know, the generation of participation trophies where yeah, so you're the best and you can do whatever you want and blah 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 and all that. Just so, handed to them. Yeah, and they just think that they're <laughs> you know they're going to graduate high school or graduate something, and someone's just going to hand them the world. But that's just not how it goes. Yeah. Um, and the funny I think part the is, that... is that we just don't like to take shit, and people <laughs> see that as defiance. But if I don't like the way my life is going, then I have all the power in the world to change it. And I don't just have to sit there and take it just because, you know, you're paying my bills essentially, but it's like, that's fine. Cause somebody else can do the same thing. So. Yeah. And I think that with going with that, like I've, I mean, I came up with a term for the generation that's right behind millennials because like you said, the participation, I call them participation generation and I shortened it to PG because uh, that's about the only thing they're going to be able to handle for the rest of their life. Yeah, but uh, it's, I it just no yeah, and but the thing is, it's like between our like it's a blur between you know millennials and the PG because you're looking at you know what uh you're looking at people that were partially millennials like or that live or were born or raised in the millennial generation that act PG and you have people I I know a few like I mean my siblings are sort of. I can't really vouch for them, but I can also say that they might not be considered PG and like they could be considered millennials. So it's like right now it's that, that blurred line at this point. And, and even in the generation before ours, like I hate to say this, but like, if you look at like the, was it baby boomers, Gen X, us, is that, I don't remember how many generations there have been. Or is there, is there another one between baby boomers and X? I don't think so. I think the, Baby boomers are our parents. I think that's their generation. I thought X was. I thought boomers was uh, World War Two, or am I way off? Um, I don't know. I couldn't tell you. All right. Well, anyway, like the generation before ours, and there's like, just I feel like so many. Like everyone just likes to talk crap about each other's generations. And realistically, what you need to look at is, I like to target instead of like I don't do I don't do race. I don't do I don't do any of that crap. I don't. This is stupid. What I like to talk about is people that have a certain mindset in general. I'm like these people that don't actually think that they can commit to their jobs uh, and actually work. I, I, I can understand if you jump from job to job and you have like an amazing work ethic, like then, then I wouldn't complain about you leaving and going and you moving around. But the problem is I see people that jump from job to job that don't try, that aren't wanting to learn, aren't willing to learn, aren't willing to like, you know, advance themselves. So it's just like you're stuck in this complacent mindset where nothing is good enough but you're not willing to try and yeah and I've everything's seen, just supposed to be handed to you and i've seen this yeah and i've seen this in people that are like 40 and i've also seen this in people that are 18 like i've worked with a range of ages and it's it's stupid because like when you leave high school 
I don't know why people just, just think that because someone says you can you can make the world anything you want. Like I think people miss the part where he says you can make because you have to do it yourself. You can't expect it to just come. And so yeah. Anyway, back to back to like decisions out of high school. Besides all these idiotic ones. Um, <clears throat> once yeah, I mean, I mean, well, you could always take like the route. Like for me, I honestly feel like. Like, if you don't know what you want to do in life, then sign up for the military. They'll teach you how to fucking, oh, excuse my language. <laughs> They'll teach wow. you how to, uh, yeah, I'm sorry. They'll teach you how to <laughs> handle yourself according, like as an adult. They teach you unity. They teach you, I don't know. They teach you what it, what it means to sacrifice. Like, there's just a lot of things that the military, to people who don't know what they want to do, where it really helps you guide away because... You can, you know, you can talk to a recruiter and say you don't really know what you want to do. Yeah. But you take your ASVAB test and you go through your ASVAB and then they can see where you score and they can see your strengths. They can see your weaknesses just based off of their test. And they can be like, you know, maybe you'll be good in electronics. Maybe you should go into, you know, like avionics and work on aircraft like that and and all of that. And like you, you have the people who will go like you don't have to go into the military with a job. If you're open and you just want to get away and you don't want to wait for a job to open, then you can go in open general, open electronics, open, you know, whatever, open mechanical, and more than likely you'll land a job within that category. I mean, most people who go in open general, I hope you enjoy, you know, standing on your feet for long periods of time because you're going to be security forces and you're going to scan IDs at the front gate. More or less, like, I mean, it's it's sad, but I mean, that's more or less, that's what it's going to be. Um, like, when I was in basic, I had a couple of guys who went into, like, EOD. I had guys who went into Special Forces. Um, I had a couple of guys go into um, ammunition where, and I actually met up with them when I deployed, and they loaded, uh, they loaded bombs on B-1 bombers. So, I mean, and it's just... With joining the military, like in even if you don't know what you want to do, or even if maybe that's not what you want to do, I mean, I know it takes a little longer, but you can retrain. Um, even like it's weird, but in the military, well, especially the Air Force, if you don't know what you want to do and you want to go, they have a, a job called services, and those are and like they're spe- like they specialize, so you, like you can be a cook or. It sounds funny, but you can hand out basketballs at a gym. Like, um, jobs a job. Um, yeah, like a job. Like in like in the, like most military bases are extremely <laughs> no self dependent on its military personnel. So, like, we fix our own roads. We, you know, we do self, our own self sufficient. Like, yeah, exactly. I think the one. <clears throat> hold on, <clears throat> sorry. <clears throat> I think <laughs> I think one of the. Uh... The main attractors, like for for someone like me, um, uh, to have joined the military outside of high school would have been uh, being able to, uh, you know, give me a little bit of time in between high school and college to figure out what I want to do. And at the same time, uh, like when you join the military, you get what is called. You want to tell him, Stephen? What's that? What what you're using right now? Oh, your GI Bill. Yeah. yeah. If you- uh, 36 months of active, well, uh, yeah, I think it's active duty time. 
um, you get a hundred percent benefit of your GI bill. Yeah, so and you it, get pilot it, insurance off of months that you serve and and so on. But uh, thirty six months time in service will get you a full a full GI bill, which is thirty six months of school. Um, all tuition is paid, and they pay what's called BAH, which is like a basic allowance for housing. And that comes the first of every month. So pretty much you get free schooling. And at the same time, they pay to go to school. And I know a lot of people are like, well, aren't bachelor's four-year degrees? And it's like, yeah, but do you go to school for 48 full, full 48, months? Yeah, 48 full months. You get, to get su- a bachelor's? Like, like three no. months of summer, you get a month for winter. Yeah, so you're exactly. at, at school only, for eight months at a time. So Yeah, it's only time that you're actively a student, so... And you can finish in 32, so. Yeah, and that's the thing. And if you're smart enough to go to Harvard, then you can use your GI Bill and go to Harvard. Yeah, and that's what, and that's, and you know, for me, looking back, that, that probably would have been the smarter decision. Um, I'm not, I'm not going to say I regret going to college. Um, and, and another thing is that like, you can join the military after college and use your degree and become an officer, which means you just get even more benefits than you would have originally. Um I decided uh, to go to college, and then after college, I decided to get a job, um, in which I had a I had a leadership role, and I'm not I'm not gonna knock the job that I had because I felt I, I inspired a lot of people. Um, I definitely had people coming up to me on the daily on a daily basis telling me that, you know, they didn't expect me to be because uh, they like oh this is a college guy coming into an environment where you know degrees aren't necessarily useful, but because of my degree, I got noticed a little bit more when I was working and so I got promoted pretty pretty easily and they thought I was going to be some idiot that didn't know how to lead I didn't know what I was doing but I mean my background isn't like I have an extreme amount of leadership before I was even in college but while I was in college and then you know when I work it's just like my work ethic mixed with the leadership that I have is it's a little different and I know the people that know me well think that I'm a little lazy and I can get that like I'd when I'm not at work, dude, I'm going to chill, you know, like, and that's all that people see in the, but when you're at work, it's a different story. And like, I'm there to work. I'm not, I'm yeah. not, I'm not there to mess around. Like when I'm there, I'm there. And I used to work like when I'm talking, it's a job that I'm talking about. I used to work 14 hour shifts, no breaks. I'd, and I would do the, the, the same amount of work that it took three people to do. And it's, and that's what I say. Like when I work, I work. I'm not. I'm not messing around. I'm not going to try and split anything with anybody that isn't willing to actually try and do their job. And that's another reason why it took three people to do the one job that I did by myself. And so, and then even then, though, like when I left, I had plenty of people that were just like super upset. Like everyone was telling me, like, "Yo, man, we we're gonna miss you and stuff." And so, I mean, it it made me realize that like, I'm I'm good at being a leader and everything, but at the same time, it's like I want a job that's also gonna uh, pay the pay the amount that i the the amount of work that i put in because yeah and i, I mean i also had you know college loans so i wasn't making enough to even pay that back and so i think while working there i found that i what more or less what i wanted to do um so that's why i'm back in college hopefully maybe for the last time unless i decide to get a phd <laughs> and then at that point i don't know what the hell i'm doing <laughs> but yeah but i mean that's what's nice about the the military and why like i said like i support people going into it it's four years of your life um 
and like there's you'll you'll talk to some people who've been in the military for 25 years and they'll be like yeah i just didn't know what what i wanted to do when i got out of high school so i signed up for four years yeah. and i'm like well what happened after four years and they're like well i found myself and this is just what i wanted to do and then you have the people like me like i signed up for six years and when i originally signed up i knew i was only going to be in for six years not you know any kind of dig against the military because I was proud to serve my country, and and all that. But I just I had <clears throat> I had a plan in life, and my plan in life was to join the military because I didn't want to go to school at the time because I didn't know what I wanted to be. I bounced around from well, maybe I can be this or maybe that or this or that or that or this, and that's just that's not the mindset to go to school with. Oh, no. I know. I know your counselors will fill your brain with butterflies and, and daisies and rainbows. And they're like, no, that's what it's supposed to be. But it's hard. Like you can't just, I understand you got to find yourself in college, but having some direction was obviously something that's, you know, required. And I, I severely lack that. So um, I joined the military and in those six years, I got enough certifications to, I don't know. I mean, like I out cert like most city firemen who have been doing it for 20 plus years. And I had those certs at 24. Like I have certs to, I can drive any fire truck you give me. I can go on any hazmat call. I can run a hazmat call. I can crew a fire truck, which means you're in charge of your crew. Yeah. So I can be a lead firefighter. Like I'm certified for all of that. Like, but yet, I don't, I don't use them, but that doesn't mean that I don't possess them. So, and that's just what the, what the military is good for, especially the Air Force, because they're all about training and they're all about preparing you for the next step in your career, if you decide to take it or not. So, and this, this, let me let me explain this. This is not a paid advertisement. Um, we are <laughs> strictly <laughs> talking about our experiences and our knowledge base. Yeah, well, it's just, and it's just one of those things, like. I have a cousin of mine on my mom's side who she just messaged me the other day asking me for info and stuff of what she thinks that she should be preparing for to join the Air Force as a firefighter. So, I mean, oh, obviously, yeah. and I mean, obviously I can relate. I've been in the job for nine years. So. I was going to say that's that's your field right there for sure. And yeah, I mean, so, it, yeah. It, it works because you've definitely I mean, I, all the people that I've talked to that you've worked with, like. They all seem like really like chill people that like, I mean, you just get along with. Yeah. I mean, that's most of us. I mean, you have those guys who, you know, think that showing up to work every day, they're, I don't know. I just call them. They're, we're not at work. Firefighters don't go to work to, we're not production workers. Nah, we don't yeah, sit around yeah. producing cogwheels and, yeah. you know, sprockets for bikes and it's like hey did you get your daily quota today and it's hard getting these ex-military guys you know like the guys who were in charge to break that feeling because in the military there is no such thing as a you know as an off day in the military they own you from the day you put your name on that paper till the day you put your name on that paper to get out it doesn't matter what day of the week it is doesn't matter what time of day it is so on and so forth you are a number and you were treated as such. But then when you get out, you have these people who can't break that mindset. And being a civilian, and especially a civilian under a union, 
there's a lot of headbutt between us and them because they think that when I'm at home, they can still just call me and be like, hey, this is what I need from you right now. And it's like, eh, well, I'll be at work tomorrow, so I'll talk to you then. And it just drives them crazy. And No, yeah, yeah I got that. And, yeah, you get these people who they don't understand that as a firefighter, you're not there to make something. You're there to provide a service. You're there to provide a feeling of comfort, you know, a but the service, uh, but the service that you provide is so much more. Like you need so much knowledge base training. Like it's a very specific thing. You know, like it's something that, yeah. like most people would not be able to do because it's it doesn't. It yeah, also requires like, a certain mindset that most people probably don't possess. Yeah. So essentially, like if the fire department decided to go up to work, um, the Navy base where I work, our mission there is for training student pilots okay and if we didn't show up they couldn't fly that's the service we provide we are there so they can fly and we can provide you know protection to the airfield and protection to the base and, and it's just hard humanity. yeah and that's just and that's one thing if you want to struggle if you want to talk post-military when when vets get out is those e7s e8s that you deal with in the military you more or less will deal with i mean not all of them are all ate up still but a lot of them still are ate up so when you get out of the military you're still dealing with the same you know the same e7 e8 mentality is just wearing a different uniform so yeah. and that's just that's just the thing of because i went from working as you know a military member as, to working as a federal employee which uh, the GS system is more or less designed to hire and employ veterans because yeah. we know that we know the inner workings of a base. We know how a base works, so they just think like, "Hey, let's just get all these guys transitioning out." So that's just—I don't know—that's the one downfall of my career field right now. And it's just—I love my job. I love what I do. I love where I work. Like the guys I work with, I just don't like the guys who are in charge of me. <laughs> and that's just. And that's just what I'm finding, you know, that's just what I'm facing right now. I feel, and it's never going to change because I'm not going to go work for a city. The amount of money that I would take in a pay cut is just, it's unrealistic. I, I couldn't afford to, I couldn't afford to do it. Yeah, because you so, live such I, a bougie lifestyle. <laughs> yeah, I guess. Yeah. But, um, <laughs> but you know, and I, I, I don't want to, I don't know. I don't want to do that. And, I just feel what I had to do was finally pursue, you know, another passion that I had was, you know, everything with the web and everything. So I decided like, Hey, let's develop the web. So that's what I'm doing now. Yeah. And one more thing I want to touch on for military and college is that you're going to hear people tell you that or like it just in general, like people are going to hear that it's, you know, it's not, don't do it. It's a fallback plan. Like, I hate, I hate when people say that for the military. It's like, oh, that's only what people do when they have nothing else in life. It's like, that might be true, but at the same time, it's, it's also, it's also not a bad decision to make. I, like, and I, someone that went to college that sort of, like, I, I had somewhat of a plan going in, and even then it was like, my plan was not structured properly and i understand like maybe maybe you're better at it that's cool there are people out there that need to hear that it's okay to join the military outside of high school there's nothing wrong with that i despise people who say the 
military is a backup plan because well, you got to understand like, like where i'm from dude everyone everyone says it and it's stupid yeah stupid. but i mean i would like to see anywhere where at 18 years old you can go somewhere and you have people train you in a career and pay you as such yeah. and there's room like and and in the military you progress and i mean you can progress at a snail's pace or you can be you can be high speed and you can be a staff sergeant or e5 and three years and then you can be testing for tech which is e6 at five or six years and then you can climb and climb and climb and i mean that's all on you but like you can go to college and you can sit there and listen to someone teach you about something or you can join the military and they physically send you to a you know to a school you know you might not get a degree out of it but it's called work experience it's called practical experience yeah and that's that's where to me the military benefits over especially for undecided people because even if you're undecided about what you want to do you have a trade like i was undecided i joined the military became a firefighter trade and i mean I feel like I live a lifestyle now to where an undecided kid going into college, like, you know, I'm speaking of myself. If I would have gone to college, I honestly don't think that I would even be in the same situation I'm in now. So, yeah, I honestly think that me and you probably would have felt like what I'm dealing with now is probably what you would have dealt with had you decided to go to college. Yeah. And it's just, I feel like I took the, you know, a good route. And I mean, everyone can take, there's no one set path to take, but no. I feel like my path, you know, worked out very well for me in life. I was 24 years old working in a job that, like, I mean, I'm the youngest guy that I work, like, like at my work by like 12 years <laughs> and I'm 27. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. And people, like when I, my first day I got hired on, I got hired gs7 because i had all my certifications i had emt i had everything and a lot of the older guys there despised me because they had to start off at fours or fives because they didn't have the certs that i had so they hated me for it and they're like how old are you and i'm like i'm 24 and i was 24 making as much money as them so it's insulting but yeah yeah but i mean like i busted my ass and no one handed me my life i you know i created it for myself so and that's the lesson we're going to leave you with. You can make the world what you want. But you Just need to understand that. that you have to make it yourself. Yeah, you, you have to make it yourself and you have to work. No one is going to hand you anything. Yeah, and, and I, I, love, I love that saying only because people get it wrong. Yeah, it's portrayed wrong way too much these days. <laughs> anyway, we want to thank you for listening Hope you join us next week as next week will be pod- another podcast. Um, make sure to share the podcast. Check the description for all of our links. Um, just give us some comments and feedback. We enjoy it. And uh, hopefully next week we will uh, either talk about what you guys want to hear or uh, answer some questions you might have. But other than that, thanks for listening. And goodbye. See you guys. <laughs>